We're back. Ivor's not here, so it's just Dora and I. We are two wild and crazy guys on episode 568 of Android App Addicts. Hey, hey, Podnutsians, welcome to Android App Addicts, episode 568. My name is Door to Door Geek. Uh, this is an ad-free show. This show is ad-free thanks to our Patreon supporters, uh, patreon.com slash Android App Addicts. And today's show is brought to you by Jared G, uh, active Patreon supporter uh, for a long time, ever since uh, February 2017. Thank you very much for the support, Uh Jarrett, and as always, speaking of support, uh, how are you doing, Josh? Hey, Dor, I'm doing pretty good. Just uh, apologize for missing so many weeks in a row again. Family-wise here uh, at the moment, so that that's good. Um, other than that, I'm just living life per usual. How are you doing? Uh, I would say, I, I think just like everybody else, uh, currently it's a mixed bag. Um Right now, my doctor has me on prednisone um, for uh, like a, a a pack where I do like one week of prednisone, two weeks off, week of prednisone. They think now some of my arm pain might be because of a developing autoimmune disease, which, you know, that's always fun. That sounds terrible. Yeah, well, you know, um, it is what it is. I, 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 I keep insisting to uh, friends and family and my kids, no matter what you think, no matter what you feel, no matter what you believe, Trust me, it could be worse. Um, so if I do have an autoimmune disease, I do. Well, I'll just, you know, work with it and figure it out and do everything I, I need to do to get past it. Um, but I will say it's been, I don't even know how long since we've done a show. Part of it is my fault. Um, just because, you know, things, something's getting hectic, something's getting busy and just mistiming uh, on both, on all of our parts. Ivor doesn't like the fact that he missed shows. Josh doesn't like the facts he missed shows. And I don't like the fact that I do. The un- also unfortunate part is, quite literally, I have like 80 links in the notes. But seriously, five seconds before we started this podcast up, Google Hangouts went down, Google Hangout, uh, Google Meet went down, and now I cannot get to play.google.com. Um, and I swore it was me. I thought it was a me thing, but now I, now I can't even get to Google Play. So apparently Google is right now under either a horrifically huge attack or somebody clicked a button and misconfigured something. Um, and now people are absolutely freaking out cause I'm sure they're losing like $5 billion every minute. Uh, yeah, yeah. Couldn't happen to better people. Well, the good news is they can afford it. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, is there any like uh catch up kind of things that you wanted to uh, go over before we dove into, uh, hardware and news stuff oh not particularly um i haven't gotten any new hardware did however which is not android order uh an e-bike probably six weeks before the i'm gonna say a life-changing event anybody out there in the the listening sphere being my ride or just overall thoughts on on e-bikes I know people that have them love them. So, yeah, um, a good um, 
Todd Nutsey and uh, Liam down in Longview, Texas, I believe he basically cr- hacked his own electric bike together um, where I believe he's getting like almost 30 miles per hour speed. Um, I can just look if you want to pimp the ride. All I got to say is three letters R G B. <laughs> and after that, Arduino. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, this one will do. This one will do thirty-two kilometers, and that's just on the the throttle. That's without pedal assist. The thing is, it has a seven hundred and fifty watt uh, Bafang motor uh-huh. on the back. But in Canada, you're only allowed to have five hundred watt motor. Otherwise, it's considered a vehicle license, and right. blah blah blah. So they actually they they use the software on the bike to to so you can technically you can adjust that and probably do that thirty. Gotcha. Um, Swift in the YouTube chat is asking what um who's the uh manufacturer? It's a company called Volt Bike out of Vancouver, and the ones that we ordered are Yukon seven fifties. It's a really it's a it's a nice. Very cool. Um, I, I am jealous, so I'll say I'm jealous. Um, on the hardware front, I will just say um, I'm having fun still with the Pine phone. Um, it's, an, it's a Linux-based smartphone, lower spec. They do have a uh, one that's going to go on pre-sale with um, double the uh, storage. I believe it's 64 gigs of internal storage and 3 gigs of RAM. Uh, if you pay an extra 50 bucks which pushes the price up to $200. You also get a USB-C hub with a uh, video on it. So I have the older version and they just announced a 13 in one bootloader. So it looked, if I read it right correctly, you basically install this one thing on the phone. And then when you boot up, you can multi-boot up to 13 different operating systems. Um, right now the phone is not ready for grandma. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure it's like a ready for a full-time phone for a nerd, but it's definitely at the speed of the hacker community right now to just hack away on this thing and get a whole lot of, uh, side things done and basically code your own solutions kind of thing. Um, so I'm definitely still having fun with that. That's the only real true hardware news I have. So is, is that community, is, is it gaining steam? Is it? I definitely think it's getting more attention. The problem is, is they can only create so many phones so quickly. You know what I mean? They have to outsource everything. And quite literally right now, there are like bidding wars going on where uh, Sony uh, announced their PS5. Microsoft announced their new Xbox. You have um, Samsung, you have iPhone, you have Nintendo Switch selling. This is the damn Switch has been out now. This is uh, going into its fourth year. And they cannot keep them on the shelves. So quite literally, you have manufacturers outbidding each other for um, places to build their hardware. So um, pine people have to get what they can get. I know. So they're not able to keep up with demand. Notice there's a, a new NVIDIA graphics card as well. That apparently This is also a problem with bots anymore. You know. Yep. Yep. So, um, but the community is definitely very vibrant if you uh check out that uh pine 64 on discord it's almost like twitter you can't keep up with it it's too busy it's too active um probably with with less a-holes than twitter (laughs) that's pretty easy to say yes um 
And I'll say, uh, but the community is very vibrant on their tablet, on their phone, on their single board computer, on the tablet, on all their hardware. People seem pretty jacked about it is what I'll say. Um, and they're unbelievably transparent. Check out the mini PC show. They basically just had a, basically a data breach on their store, but they also guarantee, which I don't ever hear this. They guarantee no credit card was leaked. Um, so at least they're being honest and upfront and not hiding things from their people for like a year. There was one thing I attempted with my with my phone. I can't remember if we discussed this or if it happened after, but it, I tried to hook it up to a projector for the first time using the the USB C to oh, I don't remember adapters in there because we had some people over to watch an outdoor film one night and. I plugged it in and it went to desktop mode automatically and it was working great. Unfortunately, none of the video streaming services. Uh, I, think it was, I think both um, Netflix and Amazon Prime video hmm. useless for the use case I was trying to use. it. Well, I'll say there's uh, uh, two links in the notes. Um, and... I'm going to see if I can see if this will work. Pull this up. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's actually two links I have. One is on G hacks, uh, and that's Firefox nightly, um, is getting basically all full add on support. And the reason I say that is there, th there's a possibility you could have loaded Firefox who is much less corporate friendly than Google is the way I'll put it. Um, and you might've been able to say, uh, switch my user agent to something else and then run add-ons so you can run third-party uh, video streams. So this might have worked for you, uh, but then it's a question of would you have had like the bandwidth and stuff to stream it smoothly? Hmm. I guess I'm not completely following. So it would be well, you'd have a Netflix add-on to Firefox? Is that what? Uh, well, you can get a um, uh, user agent switcher and then say, pretend I'm full-blown desktop Firefox, and then just access it in the browser like you would on your normal desktop, where Chrome is doing everything in its power to play nice with all of the other people, uh, like letting them know, hey, this is on Android on desktop mode, and then there's other people saying, we opt out of letting you play us. Of course they would do that. Why wouldn't they? Well, it's in their corporate interest to play nice with all their other corporate chills. It was great though. I felt, I felt like a, a rock star like hooking this up and everybody was there. Right. And then, um, another like similar link I'll say on the same vein is, um, Firefox completely rewrites its application com from scratch, completely rebuilt it, uh, basically to try to take on Chrome, which I know is kind of like foolhardy. Um, but they have to like try to at least challenge and, you know, stay up to date is the logic. Um, because here's like the, here's like the truth, truth. Um, for instance, what if you want to run an ad blocker or a add on that, uh, uh, gets rid of YouTube ads. If Chrome is truly the only game in town, then they would immediately block those add ons from ever working because it's, it goes directly opposed to their business model. Um, Firefox still exists. So if they get too hard about not letting you do ad blockers and not letting you do certain things, um, you know, the only reason they're not doing it is because Firefox still exists. Um, 
So I definitely encourage people have multiple browsers installed at all times. And I definitely encourage you to um, support those who not only support you, but don't rake you over the coals with advertising business models where they basically take all of your information and parse it out at a price. You know of any other browsers which are using the Firefox engine? No. Nope. Just just Firefox. Everyone else has went over to a Chromium-based that I know of or a WebKit-based. Um, the only other browser I like on um, um, Android is Smart Cookie, and I believe Smart Cookie uses the old Firefox engine. Can't remember what, what it's called now, to be honest. But yeah, I'm a big fan of Firefox. I literally go out of my way now to pay them money every month because if they're not there to take on, you know, Edge, a.k.a. Chromium, a.k.a. Chrome, uh, then nobody will. No, not at this stage. I mean, uh, Opera, they're going to step up? <laughs> oh, no, I don't trust them either. Um, I, I, I think I'll say we have to talk about at least one of the elephants in the room. Um, and that is uh, the LG Wing is actually getting some publicity. It's getting some traction, at least in the blogosphere is the way that I put it. Which, of course, this is 2020. It's getting some traction on the YouTube yeet kind of thing. Um, it's interesting is the nicest way I'll put it. Um, there is a link would be in the notes to a guy who basically did a teardown on the LG wing. And I'm not, I'm impressed at the fact that he got it apart, but then he got it back together and the damn thing still worked. Um, it's a very interesting phone, but unless they sell a billion of them and unless everybody making software like supports this unusual hardware style, I can't see this. I can't see anybody trying to do the same kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, I'm so out of the loop. Door. This is the first time I've ever seen this thing. Um, well, and to the listeners, if you haven't seen it, just think the first Iron Man movie and think of uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. standing in the desert and flipping his phone and it turned out to be like the shape of a T. Same exact thing. The difference is now the bottom part on his phone the bottom of the T was a number pad, a physical number pad. The bottom of this is another screen. Um, and I love challenging. I love people like, you know, uh, coming out of like nowhere, doing different forms, different designs, different things just to like challenge the norm. Um, but then I have to also be a realist and think, is anybody else in the universe going to try to do a similar type thing? And I have to think no. And it also has a pop-up camera, by the way. Um, but some of the things they show how you can have like your navigation on one screen and switching music on the other screen, you know, that kind of idea is cool as hell. Um, also, I think this thing is insanely, ridiculously, stupidly priced, like ridiculously, like a thousand four hundred dollar priced. Um, so I don't think it's going to be successful at all, partially because it's an LG. When was the last successful LG phone? Uh, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, I want to say maybe 2014 or 2013, they had at least a mildly successful phone. Um, the The nicest thing I can say is this thing is nifty. It is, man. It, it's actually, it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I don't have any desire to, well, I mean, that's not true. If someone gave it to me, then I would play around with it. But it's pretty sweet. I like, I like, I like what they've done here. I like the the yeah. box it comes with as well. <laughs> like the the yeah. the box swings around and the bottom comes out like the phone. 
Yeah, and like, and there's been, um, you know, some folding news updates and some other phone updates, and they're all interesting. I still don't believe any of them are are going to actually be successful. We have the new Moto Droid uh, that was announced. It's literally only a hundred dollars cheaper than the last one, uh, which it, to me just takes it completely off the table. Um, you have the Samsung Flip Two or whatever, S- same ridiculous, stupid price. Um, None of them are going to be successful, I believe, either. Um, you have ZTE announced. And I will tell people who think ZTE is like the ghetto phone. Um, maybe in some respects it is, but in some other respects, they're not. Um, ju- ju- just because they got, they'll say, blackballed in the U.S. Do- do- doesn't mean that they're not doing good. They announced that they already ha- they are launching a phone with um, the... Um, Front-facing camera is completely under the screen. Um, so there is no little teardrop. There is no little shape at the top. The camera literally is under the screen. And supposedly, it still works. And you still get good pictures. Um, I'm all in favor of this, is is, is what I'll say. Um, on the cheap side, $320 US dollars for this phone. Which I don't want to say is a fair price, but it seems kind of fair to me. Oh, it's very, very fair. Yeah, I mean, the cameras don't look like they're the greatest. But again, like you were saying, it's nice to see something new. You know, the very clean-looking front screen on it. Exactly. Yeah, and I I can definitely get behind that. At at least they're trying to do different things. No, Um, It's no LG Wing. Yeah, exactly. Um, We also had some uh, news in very soft way, I'll put it, with the uh, Microsoft Duo, um, most people were very underwhelmed by the device. Um, basically, like it's overpriced. The cameras aren't good. The OS is definitely customized, but not enough uh, to make it a good experience. It, it is what I'll say. Um, but I know I know now two people who had it in their hand. Uh, one of them was uh, Nightwise, physically had it in his hand, and he said exactly what I expected him to say. He is a very non-aggressive um, fellow, as we all put it. And he said, this phone had maybe the best build quality of any phone he's ever had in his hand. And then he said, and after playing with the operating system for a while, it's like the phone I would never buy for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, typical Microsoft fashion. Uh, the hardware rocks. The operating system just doesn't cut the mustard. Um, now, that could easily be fixed with updates. But if anybody is familiar with Microsoft, then you know they're not great at updates on anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It used to be buying a Microsoft computer and it would be, it would be cheap. Now you look at the, the Surface and the Duo and, I mean, they're just Apple, I guess, and just charging just astronomical prices. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong, Microsoft's keyboard's really nice. Microsoft mice, rock solid. Even the old Microsoft um, routers, before they were called routers, um, were actually really good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't get on board. Now, the uh, Neo, I still think is going to be a really interesting device, but that's the best I'll say about it, interesting. Um, I don't even buy 64 gig micro SD cards for, for a reason because everything bigger than 32 
gig micro SD card has to be formatted in X fat, which means a percentage of that price you pay goes directly to Microsoft. So I won't even buy them. And I'm saying nice things about some of this hardware, but you can be, you can rest assured I ain't buying it. I've always wondered about the X fat and I mean, there's no workaround. Well, there, how can you work around? I mean, I can get it on Linux and I can format drives with X fat fine, but I triple specifications said by like law, when you buy a license to make a micro SD card, once you go above 32 gigs, it has to be formatted in XFAT, and Microsoft has to get a percentage of that money. It's criminal. It's the way stuff works, maybe. I don't know how to put it, except for, yeah, 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 yeah. It sucks. Um, we're, we're only going to do a couple more things of hardware, even though I have like 30 more links. Uh, this one I have to bring up only because I bought the original Chromecast, and I never bought any of the other ones just because I didn't use them as much as I thought I could, I would partially because I don't really watch much TV or movies unless it's the castle, you know, then I watch that every couple weeks. Um, but this one actually has me at least interested and it's Google's Android TV powered Chromecast. Um, it's basically like been leaked. Um, Sabrina, I believe is what they're calling it. Yeah. And it's basically the picture is horrible. It's hard to see. It's hard to understand because you know, how dare they make it clear. It's a white device with a white background. Um, so it's like incredibly difficult to even see what this thing is in, in this image. Let me, let me take a look at the other link I have. Cause I have two of them, I believe. Um, big money. Well, now it's complete opposite. Um, I'll just put it like this. I love the idea of a standalone remote. That's so even my youngest kid can use it. My youngest kid doesn't have a phone. Okay. I understand in the beginning they had it connected to your phone and your phone was the remote, probably out of a cost savings measure, I'll say. Um, but if I can have a standalone remote with a actual Android-based smart TV, I might actually jump on this. And they're saying the price, I want to say, is like 60 bucks or $80, bucks, um, only because I want my kid's next uh, gaming console to be in the cloud is the only way I'll put it because um, that's where everything's going. Xbox is coming out with the cloud OS X cloud. Um, uh, uh, NVIDIA has GeForce. Um, um, Epic is supporting the Xbox one. Um, Ubisoft is supporting maybe Stadia and everyone's believing that you'll be able to run Stadia on this thing. and It'll probably run really good. So, I might jump on this. It might take me a couple months after it launches, but I, I literally might jump on this just for the video gaming for my kids. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting use case. Um, I also had the the first Chromecast, and I have no idea where it is, and I not use it probably more than five. Yeah, I mean, it technically worked, but it almost seemed like more work to get it up and running how I wanted it to for like family things, it's very, it's insanely easier to just have an old laptop sitting by the TV and putting the video output to the TV. Uh, that was, that's basically what I use Chromecast for. That's right. My laptop screen onto the, onto the, I never even right. understood what the, the Chromecast apps and things like that apps for it. But it, I mean, is this, is this the 
next iteration of Chromecast then? Is this the way that they're doing? Uh, uh, or is this just... I'll say yes. If I had to put money on it, it's like a convergence is the word I hate to use, but it's a convergence where there will be no more Android TVs and there will be no more Chromecast. Instead, they're going to have a hybrid device that's a little bit of both. It's probably a good good idea on their part. Yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely think it is. Although then maybe they could uh, spend some of that time that they're not doing on Android TV or Chromecast and actually keep Google up and running. Well, you know. That that takes a little bit of time. Um, one more news thing I have to ask you about because I have I truly have mixed feelings about this. Um, I'm all in favor of making things more affordable to people who can't afford things. Number one, so I don't want to sit on my high horse and say that this is just flat out pure evil. Um, because you got to remember, everybody, including people who work for big companies like AT and T. In their mind, cast themselves as the hero and believe they're doing the right thing. Uh, but AT&T plans on rolling out cheaper ad-supported phone plans starting next year. So literally, you'll buy a phone from AT&T. AT&T will have root access on that device. They'll be able to tell everything about you. Um, how much you move around, how much you sit idle, where you go, when you go, how you go what websites you visit, what apps you use, how often you check X, Y, or Z. Uh, they literally, if they want to, they could tell you if your phone is close enough to you, how well you sleep and how well your bowels move. Um, and how often you shower, how often you brush your teeth, and how often you do the giggity giggity. Um, but I would love to think only educated consumers who understand that they're trading off privacy and literally can't afford it otherwise would be the only people who would get this device. But oh, when I saw ad supported, I just, I, I, I could see Josh's head like spinning around out of, they're doing what? Well, it's, it's, I don't know, door. It's ridiculous. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, if they're, if they want to have that much control, that much power, then guess what? You're giving me the phone and I'm not paying for the usage of the phone as well. The thing about this article that you sent, and I don't, just to make it clear, it, it's they're going to put ads on your phone. This is this is what they're saying anyway. They're gonna. It's an ad-supported phone plan starting next year. So you want me to have ads on my phone? I'm not paying you anything. But what they say here is they're going to load some advertising on it for a five to ten dollar reduction in your mobile bill come on now that's just not going to cut it for me door if it was five to ten bucks a month for service i would have been much more willing well what are the two what what do, I, I don't even know in the states i know that canada has the highest cell phone bills in the in the world oh, yeah it's it's unbelievable how much money it costs up here to have a cell phone so I guess it would be what, you know, what is a, a typical AT&T plan cost in the States? Well, down here, people have the nasty habit of getting their phone from the people and paying them off forever. Um, so if you take that out of the equation, which typically that alone is like 20 to 40 bucks a month just for the phone. Uh, the cheapest plans I hear are around 30 to 50-ish dollars per phone. Uh, if you're on Verizon, you probably pay more because you're on Verizon 
Verizon. Right now, me and my wife, we have my phone, my wife's phone, my oldest kid's phone, my father's phone, and my father-in-law's phone. That's five phones. We pay just under $300 a month where everyone has unlimited call, text, and data. And we don't get um, throttled until 52 gigs of data a month. Um, So I want to say it's pushing 50 bucks is probably the norm, the average, unless you go with one of those senior citizen plans, then you're literally only paying like 20 bucks a month. But um, yeah, a five to $10 reduction is like a spit in the face. Um, That does not sit well with me. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's, it, it is, it's a slap in the face. It's, it, that's just them saying, you know what? Nobody cares about their data. No one cares about anything. Here's $5 for advertising. Yeah. Oh, door. I, it's just, it's disgusting. Well, I don't want to say it's what we signed up for, but it kind of is. Uh, we're willing to just, you know, pay off just keep paying everybody more money every month, no matter what, everything's turning into a service. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to start to have like the privilege to go grocery shopping is going to soon be a monthly bill, but you know, well, it, uh, there's, uh, sorry, I'm getting flustered here. There's so many even paid services that you have that have advertising. I'm going to, I pay you a monthly fee so that you can advertise to me. It's like I've, I've listened to people's serious XM radio or whatever. And, and there's advertising on that. And like, what, why are you paying for this? What they get you coming in, they get you going out. It's they're Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just say, um, is there any more hardware or non app related news you would like to discuss before we start to go into that? No, I, I think that that one, uh, I think you put me over the edge on that one door. I'm sorry. Um, well, the I have to first bring this app up front because I am a fan, and I literally immediately pulled the trigger and bought this. Um, it's currently $2.99 U.S. dollars. Um, the long and the short of it is I don't watch, really, I'm pushing 50 years old now, I don't watch any fantasy. I don't watch really any drama. I really don't watch any horrors i don't watch any thrillers i don't watch any cop dramas i don't watch any reality tv shows every now and then i watch a documentary and sometimes i watch a comedy and that's it really what i watch most of all is educational stuff which i know is not the popular thing to say but i digress there is such a thing that was coined back in oh i'm gonna probably get the year wrong 91 uh, the word edutainment, education through entertainment. And I do believe it is one of the futures of uh, mass education will be more edutainment, where you're learning through being entertained as well. To me, this is an example of a company, a website, a series on YouTube that does a fantastic job of not only being educational, but also quite informational and entertaining. It's called Kyrgyzstan which means in a nutshell. Um, the app is called Universe in a Nutshell from Wait But Why and Kyrgyzstan. Um, educational. Uh, currently, 5.0 is the uh, average reviews. Uh, 2,200. Okay, 2,205 reviews. It costs $2.99. They literally have 
virtually all five-star reviews. Okay. That's quite rare is what I will say. Um, it is eligible for the family plan. So if you buy it once, you can share it amongst multiple people. It's updated September 23rd, 2020, size 140 megs in size, 10,000 plus installs, current version 1.0.4. Content rating E for everyone. Um, permissions, I want to say basically nothing, just network access. Um, yeah, and what it is, is very high quality animations uh, underneath uh, the spoken word of education. Um, I, if you want your kid to have some fun while learning, I cannot encourage you enough. This is a fantastic buy. If you can't afford this for your kid, let me know. I'll PayPal you the money. Okay. Um, the only bad part is I couldn't install this on any hardware except my Chromebook flip, which I believe just fell out of support last month. This looks great. Uh, it's very colorful, that's for sure. It's uh, $4.69 Canada, but yeah, you don't really see that that review very often. And it looks like there's maybe one four-star and then the rest. Yeah, and quite literally, you can just jump on YouTube, type in <laughs> Kyrgyzstan, that is K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-G-T. Um, it is you can literally sit there for like six hours and just go through all of their videos. And I guarantee you every video they have on there, you will learn something from it. Um, the one I love, I showed my head to show my kids was basically, um, it was an adaptation of a short story from, I believe it was a 1960s called the egg. And that's all I'll say. Um, fantastic little thing they have there. Um, uh, and of course a side tangent, uh, the revolving door is now up to, I want to say, uh, episodes 170, maybe, um, everything I subscribe to and watch. I'm not through the podcast audio yet, but once I get through the podcast audio, a couple people asked me if I could then go through my YouTube sub, uh, sub, uh, subscriptions and Kyrgyzstan is one of the ones that I do subscribe to. So, uh, I will be talking about them in a little bit more detail in the future. Nice. Well, that's a, a glowing endorsement. Ah, endorsement. Endorsement. I, I um, like it. That's that's fine. It definitely works. Um, Here, I got. So do you? I do. Okay. This is called Leaf Snap Plant Identification by a Pixie under Education, and it has not quite five stars, but it has four point seven average reviews out of seven thousand eight hundred and thirty-six. And it's 19 megs in size. It was updated September 12th, current version 1.3.8. And it has in-app products of 549 to 2699, 1 million plus installs. Requires Android 4.3 and up. And it is exactly what it says it is. We had in our garden, you know, it's kind of coming to the end of the growing season, and a plant just popped up after we had pulled out some other plants and at first I thought it was a potato and then I thought it was a tomato plant and then it started getting these little blackberries on it which the kid huh. the kid started grabbing and and putting in his mouth so oh decided to try to figure out what this thing actually was and used this app took a picture of the leaf and it actually came up straight away with what it was is some sort of nightshade that 
Oh. You're not supposed to necessarily eat. No, you ain't. So <laughs> we pulled that one out. Uh, see, see, and after you said, I thought it was a potato, I thought your next line was going to say, and then I thought it was a, 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 a potato. But, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it worked. I, I've actually only used it on that one plant. That was last week, I think, but it, uh, it, it was, I was actually quite amazed because, you know, you look at a leaf as a leaf as a leaf and this went straight to what it was. You know, I've, I've brought spider identification apps before that it's a little digging before you actually find what you're looking for, but it seemed to be very, very accurate. Well, my dumb question is, did you even attempt to use, um, Google lens for giggles? No, I did not. I've had mixed success with Google Lens is the way I'll put it. Sometimes I'm shocked at how quick it works and how well it identifies things. And then other times I think to myself, what in the hell does this thing think it's looking at? I mean, <laughs> you know, some, some, sometimes it's really horrifically bad is the way that I'll put it. Maybe I will, maybe I'll give that a, a shot as well and see what compare the two. Okay. But, um, but yeah, this was, I would, I'd recommend this as a, Yes, I'm kind of a, an identification type person, mushrooms, spiders, plants. Hey, the more you know, uh, the better. Um, I'm going to get uh, serious for a second, or as my youngest son would say, serious. Um, okay, this is why I'm bringing it up. Um, one of the assignments he had in his virtual learning was he had to watch three of the following um, pick three videos out of the like nine of them. Um, tell me what the person, who the person is, what the person had to overcome, and then how did they overcome it? And I saw some familiar faces in it and some uh, familiar names in the list. And then the very last one, first off, who the hell would put the rock as the last one? Okay, there's something wrong with you. But the last one was the rock. So my son said, oh, the rock, I'll watch that one. I had to stand up. And walk away um, because the rock said uh, what his adversity he had to overcome was depression because when he was 14, he watched his mother try to commit suicide. Hard stop. Excuse me. I never, and I'm thinking to myself, look, if he can witness that and turn out to be him, my problems are minimal compared to that. Um, And he said he overcame them with communication. He said the worst thing you can do when you feel depressed, when you feel lonely, when you feel isolated is not to communicate with people. Um, honestly, that's part of the reason why I am at all sane because I can once in a while hop on, talk to Josh, talk to Brett, talk to Liam, talk to Rich, talk to Bruce, talk to all these other people and hang out and chat, even talk to like uh, Charles in Discord or thing because it helps. Every bit of communication helps. Don't believe me believe Dwayne the Rock Johnson okay so the app I'm going to bring is literally called um slightly overcome social anxiety because if you're having a hard time communing with people I'm going to bet it stems from social anxiety even though most people aren't leaving their house that doesn't mean you cannot suffer from social anxiety okay period I know this for a fact is the way that I put it um it's called Slightly overcome social anxiety by a very weird named company under health and fitness E for everyone in app, no in-app purchases, no ads, completely free to download and install. Um, no rating on it because there's not enough 
downloads is what I'm going to say. Um, updated August 18th, 2020, 47 megs in size, 10 plus installs, current version 0.0.9. Requires 4.1 Android and up content rating E for everyone. Uh, permissions, it does need uh, photo, media, storage, camera, Wi-Fi connection, some network access, run it, start up. Um, I will just put it like this. If you want to share links to Android app addicts to your friends and family, that's fantastic. But what I am asking everyone to do is to do something selfless and just let randomly drop links like to an app like this to groups of people. You don't have to point out any one person and say, here, this app is for you. Just randomly drop links like this and say, if anyone out there is feeling any extra anxiety in social environments, like I have a kid with an autoimmune disease, so let's just say when I go to the doctor's office, I'm slightly paranoid. Um, drop apps like this in people's streams and let them see it. Because the number one thing is there's nothing wrong with showing compassion, empathy, and support for people around you. Um, and this is, to me, a fantastic way you can do it. Definitely. Yeah, it seems like we bring bring apps every once in a while that are that are, I mean, this one's under health and fitness, but for, you know, mental issues that people might be having. So it, what I'm, what I'm seeing is it's, it's tools and guidance basically for social anxiety and mental health. Yeah. It like gives you tips and gives you like simple goals to take baby steps to try to, I don't want to say get over them or get past them or whatever, but challenge them head on you know that 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 that's the only way you're going to get over something i had an incredibly bad speech disfluency for 30 years of my life where i couldn't say three words without sounding like what some people would call a mental invalid until i got to the point where i didn't care what people thought anymore is when i just miraculously in air quotes stopped stuttering which of course if you listen closely to the show i stutter all the time but nothing like i used to I mean, it's, it's, it's a thousand times difference. You know, I've listened to, I, I think, well, I think some of your first podcasts were Linux for the rest of us. And from there to now is, is I just had an idea, which, oh, I guess I, the, that's a, a long way of saying that I'm actually, I'm impressed with, with you, Dor. Happy to call you my friend. Thank you, man. Um, and I will go back. Swift did mention it. Um, I have actually heard of people grafting potatoes and tomatoes together. Uh, he is actually right. I can't remember the podcast or else I would mention it. I want to say it might have been Curiosity Daily might have been the podcast where they were talking about uh, the Simpsons were right. The Simpsons had an episode where they took tobacco and tomatoes and grafted them together well uh nightshade potatoes tomatoes and tobacco i believe it was were all basically part of the same family where you can literally graft them together to make other kinds of plants um so when you say potato and nightshade you weren't far off right is what i'll say it it's like saying you identified somebody as a kennedy and they're not that kennedy but they are a kennedy you know what i mean well we this summer we planted a a few fruit trees and one of them is a peach what is it peach nectarine and apricot tree and so they wow. just grafted all three of them together and 
So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Very cool. I was wondering as well, do you know of any apps that are along the same lines as, as this Sightly app? And I, I guess it would be kind of a combination of this one and um, Be My Eyes, I believe it's called. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Where you can anonymous, anonymously put in questions or concerns or, you know, just sort of vent a little bit and then have people listen to it and maybe some people could offer suggestions or, you know, just uh, a little bit of, hey, it's going to be all right. I I I know that there was at least one. Um, yeah, if I just search for Google Play, a anonymous mental health. Um, I see at least three or four of them, and I believe the one that uh might have been it was um talk life all one word. I'll I'll see if I can find you a good one for the next show because yeah, I will say I even said to my doctor I said the hardest thing about me. Uh, isn't um, like admitting to myself what's wrong, which a lot of people don't do, um, but it's admitting it to somebody else, a third person. Um, so anonymous type of thing would definitely help. And the long and the short of it is mental health is now so broadly defined. Everybody in the United States suffers from some thing. Now, it's, most of them are not debilitating. Okay, there's a big difference. Okay, it's like saying you have a cold but you can go to work, or you know you have cancer and you're at stage four. They're both sicknesses, but there's de- definite you know uh, grades between them. Um, I'll see what I can find. Well, I was having that conversation today, as a matter of fact, uh, about you know the spectrum, and it's true. It doesn't matter if you're in the United States or anywhere else. You know, if it is a spectrum, you're on it somewhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah. My mom uh, almost fist fought people when I was a kid because people wanted to medicate me. And my mom said, "Look, he's not perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But he's not so messed up. He does need the drugs." Which I'll say now that I'm nearly fifty, maybe I did, and maybe she was overprotective, but she had the, her best intent in mind, is the way I'll put it. Uh, I'm I'm positive that if if they would have been giving out pills like they give them out now i definitely would have been on something during grade school oh yeah um so do you have any more apps i do i just put it into the chat which sweet which we are live we'd like to say every thursday but hasn't been as consistent but uh, come out to youtube chat and oh yeah definitely a good time this one you had uh one of the the articles that you had sent me a link to i had already picked this to go over tonight but it was in your the five best ssh and ftp um, clients and it is called ConnectBot. and so before i was using juice ssh and it just it wasn't working properly and i can't remember exactly what the issue was but i wasn't i wasn't happy with it i don't know if it was a change or if i just started to try to try to use functionality that it didn't contain but i went looking for another ssh client for android and came across connect bot by kenny root under communication has an average of 4.4 reviews out of 44,263 and it just uh does the job 
and it's an open source SSH client, and you can store all of your connections, and it keeps it does a, a really good job of of keeping that connection alive. Yeah, this is my go-to SSH client for Android now. Oh yeah, and um, to paraphrase uh, John Mad Dog Hall, you know sometimes software isn't updated because they got it right. And this to me is a perfect example. ConnectBot is one of those unbelievably solid SSH clients. Now, don't get me wrong. Juice, I like the features and the functionality, but 80% of the features I never use. Where ConnectBot just does what it's supposed to do. It connects you via SSH. Um, Hasn't been updated since November 12th, 2019. Because it probably doesn't need to be, is the way I put it. Uh, I've used it more than a couple of times. I'll say on a tablet with a full-blown keyboard, it might as well be as smooth as you are literally logged into a, to a computer. Yeah. I, di- I didn't, I didn't know that I would use SSH on, on Android as much as I have, but it's uh, a very convenient on the go SSH client. Absolutely agree. And the um, article was on false mint five best SSH and FTP Android apps for Linux. Hard stop. If you're using FTP, <laughs> outside of your own network, you might as well just dance the jig nude on your front lawn because nothing about FTP is safe. Nothing about FTP is secure. Now, if you're in your trusted domain and you stand up an FTP server, just because it's simple, just to put stuff back and forth on you're fine, but never should you have FTP public facing. I had to say that. So the first one they mentioned is ter- Terminus. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's um, actually a Telnet client as well. So, <laughs> uh, Right. Um, I say, I like this app, but Charles in Discord did remind me that they have a ridiculous um, in-app purchase model where if you buy everything, it costs you $100 freaking dollars. Per year, and, it says. Yeah, per year. Thank you. <laughs> There's nothing on Android I've ever had in my life that's worth $100 a year. I just got to say that. What does this um, do? What's, a, what's why? All the add-ons are for like, extra functionality like telnet and you can like store your credentials in the cloud. It's not worth it as we'll put it. Um, then you have juice SSH client, which is maybe one of the better looking SSH clients on Android. Um, it's really tablet friendly as it works. It works in the phone, but it's very tablet friendly is the way that I put it. Uh, then you have mobile SSH, which I never heard of, which has, which looks like it hasn't been updated since 2012. The box, the very first screenshot is literally from Gingerbread. Okay. Um, then we have SSH slash SFTP slash FTP slash Telnet advanced client. This looks like hot garbage. I just got to say it. And then number five, they have ConnectBot. Um, I firmly believe ConnectBot should have been in the upper half of clients, not the lower half. Yeah, I would tend to agree now. Although I haven't, I, the only other one I've used on this. I would put ConnectBot above Juice even. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just works is the way I put it. There's no confusing. There's nothing hard to understand. It, it just works. Um, This next one I want to bring because I haven't tried it yet. And I really I really want to find an excuse to try it. Um, This is called, I think, Cubasis. C-U-B-A-S-I-S. Cubasis. LE3 trial, they fully in the name tell you this is a trial version, uh, music studio and audio editor from Steinberg Media Technologies from the UK. 
uh, music and audio, only 28 reviews, uh, no in-app purchases, no um, ads. To get the full version, you have to buy a separate application is the way I'll put it. Uh, 32, uh, 3.2 average reviews out of 28 reviews. That is not stellar. I will say that. Um, uh, updated August 14th, 2020, 66 megs in size, 1000 plus installs. Current version 3.1.2 requires 8.0 Android and up content rating E for everyone permissions. It's going to need a lot of permissions, microphone location. Don't know why it needs low location, uh, photo storage, network access, yada, yada. Um, the long and the short of it is this appears to me to be a very full featured audio, um, uh, doll, a digital audio workstation on Android. Um, there's no doubt this would be much better on a Chromebook or on a tablet versus on your phone, but it's still, I think very dynamic and very interesting looking. Um, my kids both have some kind of music class where since it's virtual learning, one of the things they have is, on their Chromebook and laptop, they have uh, keypads. They're digital, like MIDI players, where they're asked to do some amount of work. And this has a digital keypad in it to where my son, my oldest son, seemed to actually enjoy that class. So I was really tempted to look at this and see if this is the kind of thing that he would like. Because I do randomly walk into a room all quietly and I hear him singing to himself. So uh, I'm not going to say he's the next P. Diddy. Um, but maybe, I don't know, maybe he could at least find some way to express himself via m music. So I, I will be looking at this one. Um, the full-blown version of it, $54.99 U.S. So we're going to guess in Can-Do Adia, that's like 80 something not dollars. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, of those 28 reviews... It uh, looks like a lot of them are one star as well. Well, I'll say it could just be people that are mad. I don't know. Uh, the 54, the $55 version has 119 reviews, average 4.1. Now there is a cognitive bias that states once you pay for something, then you inherently <laughs> believe it's better than it actually is. So maybe that's what's happening. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I hate saying that. I'm not gonna lie. I was really tempted to ping these guys and say, Hey, why don't you give me a free license of this so I can test it out for my show? But I, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Android eight and up too, kind of cutting out quite a large section there. I concur. Hmm. All right. Well, it looks, uh, it definitely looks full featured. I don't know much about da, but it, uh, has lots of buttons and knobs, <laughs> twisty knobs too. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, <clears throat> counteract your, your complicated looking app uh, I will bring opposite of that this one's for you Ivor if you're this is called it's literally just mowing by Proto, Proto Star Casual sorry it's, it's Proto Star and then it's under the casual it has 4.4 average reviews out of 9,411 and it only requires Android 5 and up, and it's 85 megs. And it was just updated September 10th, 2020, current version 1.8. And it is literally just mowing. Never has there been a more apropos title to an app. And you can uh, mow lawns, and you drive around, and you find the best way to mow the lawn. And then you uh, collect 
trucker hats and upgrade your mower and all the things you do in every single game that is similar to this one and that's it man if you want to just sit and (laughs) if you want to sit and and mow a lawn on your phone this may be the app for you yeah i mean um the way i describe this is trust me i'll tell you now there's an audience for this and here's the reason why um i got shared a link i don't have it on me uh to where else japan where they have a robot in air quotes that was restocking store shelves but the gimmick was there's a guy sitting in another room with a vr headset on and with two hand controllers on where he's manipulating the robot from a distance to restock the store shelves and some guy was like this is amazing and then i showed him a link to a uh steam game called job simulator to which I said, look, and they're even providing training for it as well. Um, cause my son loves job simulator where literally he, he, he is like sitting there with his VR headset and I see him doing this with like both hands. And I'm like, what are you doing? Dad, I'm trying to concentrate. I gotta be a sous chef and I gotta hurry up. <laughs> so he's like chopping food up and stuff and he loves the game. So apparently he's being well-trained to be in the next, uh, workforce remotely stocking shelves so there are people who will literally want to just mow as well i'm sure what uh what vr headset does he have uh they have the cheap oculus quest i want to say it is and the new oculus 2 is coming out early october and i want to say it's 200 and change i can't remember it was cheaper than i thought it was going to be i'll put it that way yeah i've never still i've still never never our headset they both of my kids have one. I have literally zero desire to put it on my face, partially because I only have like monovision. Whenever I saw like a 3D movie in the theater, it wasn't 3D for like most of the time. Then all of a sudden, like 3D would like snap in and, and then it would snap away right back out. So I'm not a fan of 3D movies. And the impression I get is because of my, uh, mono something vision i can't remember what it's called i wouldn't enjoy vr as well that's an, i don't think i've ever watched a 3d movie i know just i've never 3d uh, 3d glasses and regular vision glasses just don't uh have never been symbiotic in my life gotcha um the next one i'm gonna bring i will say it comes with a dis- disclaimer and i'll save the disclaimer for the end um this app is called Medito, M-E-D-I-T-O, Free Meditation, Sleep, and Mindfulness. From Medito for Mindfulness, Meditation, and Sleep, under, again, Health and Fitness. Uh, 2,332 reviews, E for everyone, currently 4.7 reviews. That's actually a pretty good score for that number of reviews. Um Updated September 11th, 2020, 48 megs in size, 100,000 plus installs. Current version 1.0.40 requires 6.0 Android. Nope, that's a lot of devices. Content rating E for everyone. Permissions. Uh, basically, it just needs full at full network access and preventing the device from sleeping. Now, I want people to hope, hopefully catch on to some um, uh, some consistencies that keep happening over and over again. When apps don't require ads and don't have in-app purchases seem to me that they seem to have a higher uh a higher rate of basically needing no permissions at all 
So there is definitely some correlation between wanting money from you or to shove ads in your face and needing more permissions. Okay. So basically this is a free forever. They guarantee free forever app with absolutely no ads, very simple design to help you in meditation, mindfulness, which they're kind of the same thing. And, uh, like sleep tracking and managing stressing anxiety. Um, I truly believe like, for instance, on my diet, when I did the best on my diet in air quotes was when I recorded it in, um, uh, my calorie app. Cause literally like putting it down on a virtual piece of paper, recording what I was doing made me more aware of what I was eating. Okay. I do believe the same kind of philosophy can exist. If you think about feeling better, if you think about being, uh, better behaved. If you think about sleeping better, if you think about being less stressful, if you think about being more happy, I do believe it is more likely to happen. The mind truly does have the power to control all. Um, and this is a very, very simple, easy, free way for you to insert it into your daily life and not constantly doom scroll through Facebook. Um, I tend to agree with that as far as I mean, not so far, well, who knows? I mean, there was that time not so long ago when uh, The Secret, that book, was a big thing. And that, I believe the basis of that is also basically you try to you try to will into existence what you want from the world. Yeah. Not sure, I still don't have a Tesla, but I think that you can... It's more maybe an energy of of positivity versus negative negativity, which will, and like you said, create better sleep and mindfulness. So if if this app or any other app can help you get to that state, good on them. And what I like about this one as well, it's actually in their logo where it says a hundred percent free. And they, they yeah. make it well stated that it will be free forever. So yeah, I, I totally see the correlation, like you said, between trying to get your money and permissions that they're trying to get from you. You know, you can tell you can tell when a company is just trying to help and when a company is just trying to, you know, free you from your overloaded wallet. Yeah, and like uh the way I'll put it is Studies have proven that if you have like a buzzer on your wrist every hour that says smile and you smile, you will literally believe you're happier. Thus, you'll be happier. Um, I also believe meditation is a complete crock, which is why it doesn't work for me because I don't believe it. If you believe in meditation and then you do meditation, there's no doubt you'll see more positive benefits from it. Now, the disclaimer is... I despise people out there using their celebrity status to push mindfulness application subscription models that they swear works better than another one, which just goes to show you they don't understand what meditation is because there no one will work better than another one because it's all in your mind. Okay. So if you go into this application, if you go into Medito, M-E-D-I-T-O, believing this is the best meditation app that's ever existed, and you believe in meditation, this will indeed be the best meditation app you've ever used in your life, okay? 
Um, I beg people, if you want to buy those celebrities subscription models for meditation, do it to support the celebrities. Don't do it because you believe you're getting something special out of their meditation apps because you're not. Now, if you don't know who James Randi is, go ahead, pause this. Just look up the James Randi Foundation. Go look what he stood for. Go look what he meant because I'm going to tell you right now. 99.9999999% of celebrities pushing meditation apps are literally just scammers who are better looking and talk smoother. Um, that's the sad truth of it. Um, so why not save your money, spend it on someone you love, spend it on someone you care about, buy Josh some liquor or something, um, and save your money on meditation apps and use one of these. Cause I guarantee right now it works just as well. Or a Tesla. Or Tesla. Uh, oh, did you hear about Nikola? No. Okay. Somebody created a car company called Nikola. And and they're basically trying to steal the rub from Tesla. And he took video of his semi-truck, battery-powered, going down the road. And it turns out they were able to figure out it was literally rolling down a hill. Because the damn thing didn't work. And I do believe the uh, <laughs> CEO founder was arrested last week for basically fraud. Awesome. I mean, you got to give them credit for trying. Um. Well, look, every business plan, every businessman has a touch of corruption and lying underneath whatever they're selling. Some people are able to, in the end, put together a final product and actually sell it, while some of them just, you know, can't make it that far. I do have one question for you, though, after, after that is, why don't you believe in meditation? Oh, it, honestly, I believe it stems from a self-confidence I- issue. I don't believe I have the power in me to make it, to make the changes myself. I don't just like if I didn't have a wife and kids, I'm pretty sure I'd be dead. Yeah. I think the thing keeping me alive, keeping me going to work every day is they expect it out of me. My wife wants to go on vacations. My kids want Oculus quest. Um, I, I don't go to work for myself. But as far as, as meditation goes, though, it's not, that's all you, you know, that is a, a looking inside of yourself. And don't get me wrong, I'm no yogi or any, anything else, and, and I, I don't meditate either, but I, and that's because I'm a weak person, <laughs> but I can see it being one of the most beneficial uh, activities that a person can do in their life. And I know people that have have changed their life through meditation. And I don't know where I'm going with this door, but no, you're, I, I, I absolutely agree with you, but it's like, it's like quitting smoking cigarettes. You have to want to do it yourself. You have to convince yourself that you need to do it. And with, with meditation, I believe it has to start with you believing that you can change yourself kind of thing. Well, and you know, I think that it's more, it's more of just taking the baby steps of understanding what meditation is and how to how to do it because it, it's you know it's actually looking inside of yourself and I don't know, I guess I would compare it to maybe a, a psychedelic trip where you know your your mind goes to some place that doesn't exist in a, in a, in a natural realm or a, in a in a standard realm and you start solving issues that way. Right. Um, and really quick, um, um, to Swift in the chat, 
uh, from what I believe, think, thank, thought, KDE Connect is an application you can run on a Linux desktop where you can get like notifications from your phone down to your desktop and send like clipboard contents from your desktop up to your phone. Um, SSH is just like a command shell. You can do graphics to it too, but it's literally like opening a command line, but instead of it being on your computer, it's on the remote computer. Um, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, here's one of the reasons I don't like meditation because every time I'm, I'm quiet and I stop and I think I get depressed. So that's like part of the reason why sometimes I listen to 36 plus hours of podcast a day. So I don't have to stop and think about stuff. But that's the, one of the, the main points of, of yoga is to not think, you know, in order, as far as I understand, in order to be able to meditate, you need to Mm -hmm. stop thinking, (laughs) which is a difficult thing. Empty your brain, empty your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more apps there, Josh? This is called Push by Rainbow Train, and it's under Puzzle, rated E for everyone. Has average of 4.0 reviews out of 985, and requires its current version 1.2, 100,000 plus installs. It was updated August 7th, 2019, Android 4.1, up 58 megs in size. And it's just a, a fun little puzzle game. Pretty nice graphics and push buttons. Things happen. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> available for the family library, and it gets increasingly difficult. Try to match symbols and the... It's usually a cube-based item, and it starts to rotate, and you have to solve how to how to push all of the buttons. Well, my wife tells me I'm good at pushing her buttons, so <laughs> maybe this is the game I need to get. Um, I really do like the visual style. It's hard to describe, except almost like foggy whiteness. Uh, we're behind that like fogginess whiteness is actually looks like some really crisp graphics. Um, and they're all, yeah, I don't want to say logic based puzzles, but that's the only way I can like think to describe this where there is a method behind the patterns. You got to figure out the patterns. Yeah, it's definitely pattern based. Um, and it, it is, it is, it is quite visually stimulating. So, I mean, it's, there's a hundred thousand games out there. <laughs> oh yeah, that are similar, but uh, this is one that that I found found quite entertaining for a bit of time. I definitely can see why, and, and it's only ninety nine cents in the U.S. Which, if you haven't got ninety nine cents in your Google Opinion Rewards account, I don't know what you're doing. Because quite literally, here's how you can. Oh man, I don't want to say scam it because that's not cool to do. But literally, just drive up to the parking lot of a fancy restaurant, sit there for thirty seconds, and then leave. And then drive up to a, another business's parking lot for like 30 seconds and then leave. And within an hour, you'll get a question about one of them where it will at least pay you like 50 cents. Well, at least 20 cents is what I'll say. And then do that a couple of times a week and then you'll have some free money. Unfortunately, it doesn't work the same here, at least not for me. Um, I don't I don't travel outside of the house much to begin with. Right. But for one, most of the any of the, the uh, quizzes, the polls end up with uh, a 10 cent reward and then i really don't get that many 
at all. And usually they're, they're never about any place that I've visited. They're about what is your education level? What are you, are there children in your house? And all these things like, well, I mean, for one, you already know this because I've answered the same question 117 times. For two, get out of my life. Like, what you want me to review a, a product or or a location, a restaurant, a store, something like that? Fine, but really, what? Well, you have to first go there. Um, the more urban you are in, the more you'll benefit from this application, as well put it. And I'll say, um. I get a fair, I use Google, okay, Schmoogle, probably four to five times a day. Um, and at least once a week, I get a question about how, uh, was I satisfied with the statement? Did it meet my needs? What do I like or don't like about the okay Schmoogle process? And that's typically a 50 center. Um, but you know, it's one of those things you gotta be willing to give a little, to get a little is my logic. Um, okay. This one I gotta bring uh, only because I really want to use this app more is the way I put it. Um, I Everyone gets into ruts with cooking to where you end up cooking the same, you know, five or six dishes over and over and over and over and over again. Um, I'm not a fan of the services like HelloFresh or any of them uh, because I ordered them for like three months and I was, I'm not green, okay, at all, okay? I might be Irish, but I'm not a green person. The amount of trash that came with those things blew my mind. I was floored at the amount of trash that came with those things. Um, so I'd rather just buy it myself, cut it myself, prep it myself, cook it myself kind of thing. Um, this one, I believe I would pronounce saucy, S-O-S-Y. Um, Recipes, Food and Nutrients, Kitchen Assistant uh, by one-on-one BV. It's under food and drink E for everyone, completely free, no in-app ads, no in-app purchases. And I got in almost a little shouting match on Reddit with, uh, application developers who have in-app purchases. And then in the, in the description, don't tell you what the in-app purchase is for. And I tell them that that is very shady way to do business. And they try to tell me, well, it's the same way everybody else does it. Do you think we can live today by offering an app and offering a service and not charge for it. And I'm like, yes, I see people do it all the time. Don't tell me you can't do it. Here's another example. Um, uh, okay. Now that I got that out of my system, uh, no reviews because it's literally that fresh, uh, updated August 31st, 2020, 9.7 megs in size, 10 plus installs, current version 1.0 requires 4.1 Android up content rating E for everyone. Permissions, it does need some permissions. Photo, media, storage, camera, microphone, other. Um, there's a reason behind some of these, uh, like camera, photos, and media. You can add your own pictures to the recipe to show them how it turned out for you. Uh, the microphone, you would think you would need it so you can record audio comments or something. No. If you actually go in the description, it says, now you can ask Saucy for jokes and trivia because why not? Um, so basically while you're cooking, you have the app open, you can be looking at the ingredient list. And while you're waiting for this thing to simmer for 15 minutes, you can have it tell you a joke kind of thing. Um, I did have a back and forth with this developer as well on Reddit. And this developer seemed like an unbelievably nice, straightforward person. Uh, so this is the kind of app I want to promote when I can. The real, the real reason is, um, 
Like, for instance, when I eat guacamole, I like buying these little tiny 59 gram serving size containers because it's regimented, it's measured, I know the exact nutrients in that thing, okay? So I know at the end of the day what my calorie count is, what my fat fat count is, what my protein count is, and what my carb count is, so I can try to make sure I'm hitting that 86% number for my keto diet. I like the fact that this gives you literal nutrition information up front in every recipe. Uh, it seems like most recipe things that I find, when they give you nutrient information, it's never like robust is the way I put it. It's never verbose. It's always like, all it says is like 300 calories and nothing else. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need more information than that. So this one to me, gave some of the best information I found in a recipe app. And I was able to find one or two things that I shot to my wife to wear this weekend. When we go shopping, we're going to pick up a couple extra things and see how it turns out. Yeah, this looks like a really good uh, recipe app. Uh, what I do like as well at the bottom, towards the bottom of the description, it says uh, now saucy can help you find substitutions for food items, because that is one thing that this I spend quite a bit of time on is that there'll be some sort of random ingredient or even maybe an ingredient you're out of. And so you want to find something that is similar. And, you know, if, if it, if it can do that at the same time, you know, more power to you. I just downloaded it and I'll give it, give it a whirl. Very cool. And the other thing that my wife liked about it was when I showed her, it also says that they are attempting to pair foods with wines as well. Nice. Yeah. And if you're married to me, you're going to drink something. She drinks wine. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was another plus. Um, And again, I said this years ago, okay? If you download an application with a million downloads, and then you don't like something about the app, and then you contact the developer, and then you're shocked the developer doesn't even answer you, much less fix what you were saying or address what you're saying. That's what happens when you try to like contact them big boys and try to ask for changes. You contact one-on-one -on -one BV with a recommendation, a question or insight with 10 plus installs. I'm going to tell you right now, that person will answer you quickly with vigorous passion at the simple fact that a, you downloaded their app. They'll be thankful Two, You took the time to write them an email. My God, you must care. And three, they want to know how you personally feel like everything could be better. So if you want to help make a recipe app better, if you've downloaded recipe apps in the past and you've realized they've sucked, download this one, give it a shot. And if it equally sucks, you contact them, you let them know how to make it better. I guarantee you they will take it into heavy consideration. Yeah, it's a good advice, Dor. Do you have any more apps you would like to bring? Um, There was at least one or two. While I speak quite slow, I'm going to uh, take a look at at least this one here. Okay, this one is called Walkie Tooth. Again, Walkie Tooth. Okay, hypothetically, me and Josh are in Antarctica. We don't have no internet, and we don't even have Wi-Fi. We don't have a router, but we want to communicate with each other over some platform. So you can install. So we could both get a copy of the APK for Walkie Tooth by Massimino Milano. 
Uh, something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's under communications app, 2,159 uh, reviews. It does contain ads. There is no in-app purchases. Completely free to install. 4.2 average reviews. Updated October 31st, 2019. 4.3 megs in size. 500,000 plus installs. Current version 1.6.3. You only need Android 4.4 and up. That's beautiful. Uh, content rating E for everyone. Permissions, it's going to need location, camera, microphone, Wi-Fi, others. Um, you can basically walkie-talkie over Bluetooth. Um, that's basically the gist of it. You can walkie-talkie. You can send pictures. Um, if you want, you can actually turn your phone also into like a, a, a Wi-Fi hotspot, it says. You can do Wi-Fi direct communication if it's if you guys are further apart than just Bluetooth length. Um so you can have completely private, off-the-grid, walkie-talkie type communications. Dare I say, Voxer-like communications. Great. Yeah, that's uh, um, hmm. the the yeah. range. Uh, I was just looking at the range for Bluetooth. Well, it depends on your own devices. What I'll say: some devices have further ranges than others. I will tell you this: sometimes I leave my phone down here in my ground floor about three and a half feet up off the floor okay first ceiling is seven foot next ceiling is 10 foot and i can be on the, the like third floor of my house ground first floor second floor so, so the, the second floor of my house and i can still have a bluetooth connection and i'm shocked yeah and, and that's um, without any line of sight so you're not looking at uh, uh a tertiary look here it, it says that with bluetooth 5 400 meters. Wow. How it seems. I mean, I don't know what that's. Crikey. I don't know if that's coming off a phone. Um, well, the throughput then has to be really. I do know with Bluetooth, you have the inverse square law. The closer you are, the faster communications can travel. So if you're that far away, you're going to get a like a very slow trickle of data. Um, I have to bring this one as well, only because a really nice guy on Discord, who I believe is in Denmark, might be in Copenhagen. I might be completely wrong about both of them, but he's a nice guy either way. Uh, he sent me this link, made sure that I remembered this one. I do think we brought this one years ago to the show, but I wanted to bring it back only because it is on sale right now. Just It's called Folder Sync Pro, uh, TAC, TACIC. T-A-C-I-T, Dynamics is the application, communications app, E for everyone, 20,000 reviews, uh, currently on sale, almost half price, $2.99 US dollars, uh, 4.1 average reviews, uh, it is family eligible, uh, updated September 18th, 2020, 85 megs in size, 100,000 plus installs, current version 3.0.17. Android 6.0 and up, which ain't bad at all. Uh, content rating, again, E for everyone. Permissions, it's going to need locations, photo, media, storage, Wi-Fi, network, things like that. Because what this has the ability to do is to connect to a multitude, um, an insane amount of sources, whether it be Amazon S3, Box, CloudMe, Dropbox, Google Drive, HDrive, Lime Drive, Mega, MyDrive, MyCollab, NetDocuments, OneDrive, OneDrive for Business, OwnCloud, PCloud, Storage, SugarSync, WebDE, Yandex Disk, and actually it can uh, connect with um, um, NextCloud as well. And what it can do is you can connect to all those services or you can connect via 
FTP, FTPS, FTPES, SFTP, Samba 1, CIF, Windows Share, Samba 2, WebDAV, um, and you can sync between them and have things automatically kept up to date. So you can connect to all those different services and say, keep those folders in sync with my local Android folder automatically. I just, I'm sharing my screen door. Look at the, the top. This is from Folder Sync Pro, the top folder there. Oh, yeah. AAA. That's not an accident, I guess. So this is using FTP as well. So we're bringing all sorts of FTP. Uh... <laughs> well, it supports FTP, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if you want to be able to take multiple types of cloud sync services and link them up and have your phone have everything available to it at any point in time, it really is hard to beat something like Folder Sync Pro. Um, I bought it in the past. Uh, I just have it in my library just in case I need it. For now, the next cloud app is doing everything I need it to, so I don't have it installed. Hypothetically, then, using this, can you back up every one of them to each other? Yes, you can say, keep my next cloud synced up to me and then keep this folder synced with my OneDrive. Yes. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's very handy. And it looks like there's yeah, and- quite an extensive list of, of supported providers as well. Oh, yeah. And I'll say the best part is it's literally a one-time fee. There is no service plan. There is no never-ending cycle of paying them money. You literally just pay it once, and you can literally... And it's almost R-Sync-like into where you can say, run it on a schedule. You can say every five minutes or every five hours. You can say, um, sync my folder remotely to them, sync that folder remotely to me, or both ways, bio-directional, keep the folders synced up together. So hypothetically, I could say, sync that remote folder to my folder. But then if stuff gets deleted from that remote folder, it does not get deleted from my local phone. There's lots of little tips, uh, tweaks you can do inside this application that really, I have no problem saying, is better than most desktop synchronization apps, you know? Oh, that's a, that's a good tool. Yep, and I will say, um, I did um, share publicly the Patreon link this week for all of the, in air quotes, links in the queue. So if you want to see a list of at least 60 news articles and apps uh you can check that on patreon.com slash android app addicts and i'll say it like this if you're listening to an android show and they start to divulge content towards other things like they go into an hour's worth of console gaming or they go into like some other realm and they're claiming it's because they don't have there's not enough android stuff to talk about let me assure you they must be on crack they're incompetent at their job or they just don't pay attention. There is insane amounts of news. In the apps never stop. Um, I have enough links. There's no doubt we could have missed no episodes, and every episode would have been more than an hour, chock full of news, hardware, articles, updates, um, Chrome OS and Android news. Uh, uh, just keeps going and going and going. Is what I'll say. Humor <laughs> and some humor. You know where it can fit in, kind of thing. But yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, agreed. And hopefully we'll be able to do it sooner than six weeks. Um, so going over the said Android apps that have, we've gone over tonight, we'll start with Universe in a Nutshell by Wait 
but why and Kurzgesagt, man, Dora, you are you're the worst for coming up with these things. Uh, under education, leaf snap plant identification by a pixie, also under education. Sightly overcome social anxiety by one one three six one seven eight three Canada Limited under health and fitness. Connect bot by Kenny Root under communication. Cubasis LE3 Trial, Music Studio and Audio Editor by Steinberg Media Technologies, GMBH under Music and Audio. It's literally just mowing by Protostar under Casual. Medito, Free Meditation, Sleep and Mindfulness by Medito for Mindfulness, Meditation and Sleep under Health and Fitness. KDE Connect by KDE Community, Push by Rainbow Train under Puzzle, Saucy Recipe, Recipes, Food and Nutrients, Kitchen Assistant, One-on-One BV uh, under Food and Drink, Walkie Tooth by Massimo Malazzo under Communication, and Folder Sync Pro by Tacit Dynamics under Communications. That is 11, one of which was brought through the chat where uh, by Swift. So everyone that's listening should come out to the chat on Thursday evenings. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll say again, uh, if you want to know when we're going live, there's multiple ways you can do it. You can either go to YouTube, just search for Android App Addicts and subscribe. And if you click the bell, you get uh, harassing notifications of when things happen. or you can follow us on Twitter or on Facebook, or you could join our discord groups. Um, uh, there is a channel in discord literally called self-promotion where I encourage other people to do things, to create content, whether it's a blog posting or whatever, and post it in there. Um, because again, this is not a door door geek thing. This is not a high and mighty speaking down to people. This is a community driven thing. First and foremost, uh, everyone who comes out is a part of the community. Um, even if they believe in wild and crazy things, because we all secretly believe in something wild and crazy that other people think, how can you believe that? That's just human life. That's just the way we, way we are. Um, what's the easiest way uh, for people if they want to uh, catch up with you there, Josh? Um, pod nuts. Watch off covers, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to send uh, emails, but I don't know. It's been so long, man. I know. Um, what, what's they can send us uh, voicemails seven zero seven six Podnut uh, or just use a like a speech notes apps on your phone. Record some audio, send it in. You can send the email into in uh, aaa at podnuts If you want to send communication information to the network itself, it's mail at podnuts And if you want to email me directly, it's doordoorgeek at gmail um, Just like I said earlier, communication is the key to just feeling better. Uh, the other study I want to say is many studies have proven that when you give to other people, when you give your time, your effort, your money, your things around you to other people, uh, it literally makes you happier. It makes you feel better. Um, that's one of the reasons why I try to be as giving as I possibly can because I need all the help I can get. Um, if you want to partake and join the community, all you gotta do is come out and join us. Um, 
And I will say again, thanks, Josh, for coming out. Thanks, Red, for coming out. Thanks, Swift, for coming out. Thanks, Charles, for coming out. Um, if you do want to come out, do not hesitate. We will try to be here every week. We won't be here every week, but we're going to try to be here every week. Um, and I'll say again, Josh, I love you, man. Thank you for coming out. Uh, I hope you have a good week. Yeah, you as well, Dor. And uh, we miss you, Ivor. And just to uh, reiterate what Dor said, thanks, everybody, in the chat. Yep, and one of these days we will do a like private live um, sharing um, of watching of the castle. It's just how we're going to do it. I don't know yet. Um, and as as Red said, we're just two wild and crazy guys. Steve Martin, Dan Aykroyd, pinnacle of comedy. I gotta say that. Um, all right, guys, we will talk to you again real soon. Uh, be safe, everyone. Hi, this is Matt from the MRP Tech Podcast. I would like to invite you all to take a listen to my show, the MRP Tech Podcast, on the Podnuts Network. The theme for my show is Everyday Tech for Everyday People. We talk about Windows, Mac, Linux, iOS, Android, Chrome OS, and anything else technology-related. You can find us on iTunes, and you can find us by searching in any podcatcher. We hope you take a listen, and let us know what you think. Music provided by Steve Cherubino at stevecherubino.com.